Welcome, everyone, to the Explore Traveler Network podcast. It's been a while since I've done one. Um, I am going to be restarting these back up, trying to bring additional information that I think is relative to a lot of the people that, uh, you know, have listened to us in the past, that follow our website, some of the different things that uh, we cover and we follow. Um, I think for starters, um, one of the things that I have historically done for many years now, as I've been an advocate for um, using alternative funds for your traveling efforts, whether it be our trips in interior Alaska or fishing in Alaska or going international, um, we have used you know, many different methods. And one of those was we were an early adopter of Bitcoin back in the day, so we're still very... Uh, optimistic on it I mean obviously there's been a huge run-up in the price it's over 51,000 now but you know there there's one thing about Bitcoin is you always have a correction and when that correction happens it never really goes back down to where it was before but it just kind of goes down it consolidates and then it runs back up over the next year or two or several years or to new highs Uh, whether that continues the same trend we don't know but it's another alternative way for people to possibly, you know, buy low and sell on the upswing to finance some of their different excursions, right? So these days, uh, we're, you know, we're now in the, the COVID days. Um, they kind of call it the new normal. Traveling is not impossible, but it is different. Um, there are areas that you can travel to if you plan accordingly. And one of those is Alaska, the the last frontier. Um, That's kind of our hometown, our home base. Um, We hail from the Fairbanks general area, interior Alaska, Um, but we go everywhere. And um, we're probably gonna be doing some new shows and articles on the website about uh, some of the things that we have planned in the future from kind of self-sustaining lifestyle travel backpacking fishing you know things that you can do that don't cost a lot of money that you can enjoy yourself and enjoy your freedom and yes there's you don't have to be exposed to covid because there's nobody around unless it's flowing through the atmosphere there's it's just not going to be a possibility for you so that's kind of some things that we're doing moving forward. Um, I think today I'm just going to quickly kind of go over if you're flying international, you need to look carefully around the region in which you're flying to. Uh, Europe is a little tricky right now, unless you're going to Eastern Europe. Um, so I kind of would avoid Western Europe, not because the COVID is probably any worse than it was before. It's just that there there's a lot of legalities in play uh, from them trying to roll out COVID passports um, to mandating vaccines and not accepting this vaccine and accepting this one and saying you shouldn't take this one, but you should take that one. So there's a lot of confusion going on. Uh, I, honestly, my personal opinion on the, the vaccine situation is it's just way too early. There is just not enough data to support some of these new technologies. And I think that data will be coming out from last year and this year. And I think we'll know, you know, do mRNA vaccines work? Do they protect us? And if they don't, what else is it? What are our other options? Right. Um, there are several options. I think some people are just immune to it. 
some people catch it and uh, build up immunities to it um, and they just barely get sick at all um, some people get a pretty good case for it and they're higher risk uh, for what they call COVID pneumonia um, there might be some I would say with those people are a traditional vaccine that we've used in the past uh, probably is could be useful but like I said earlier, there's just no data to support some of these things yet. So we, there's a reason why we haven't had coronavirus vaccines in the past. And even the flu vaccine, its ability to protect us is limited because there's no way for them to know which flu version is going to be rampant in the United States, for example, or Europe or whatever. So it's a difficult task to pick that. I think they make the best educational educational guess possible, but it's a challenge. It's definitely a challenge. Um, travel. So let's just take Alaska for example. So if you're coming from the lower 48 of the United States, you can travel to Alaska by plane, or you can travel to Alaska by ferry. Technically, there is a way to travel through Canada, but it is very difficult you can't stop anywhere along the way um you're going to be signing in some legal paperwork with the country of canada that says you i think it says that you won't stop anywhere and you pretty much got to drive non-stop get through the yukon and just get gas only so driving is probably not the best option right now until the canadians um open up the border to you know regular travel and i don't know when that's going to happen i mean we'll see if it happens this summer I'm hopeful, but at this point in time, I just don't, I don't see it. When it comes to the ways, I think flying is still probably the most logical. If you're an Alaska resident, of course, you can, you know, take a COVID test before you leave and, uh, or you can get a COVID test when you arrive. And if you're waiting for the test to come back, you're supposed to kind of isolate yourself, like at your house or camp or wherever you're planning on being so there is some responsibility there uh, if you're not a resident then you probably would want to get that test before you leave i would you know schedule it no more than seven days before you leave that way it's probably going to have the test result back and give you like a wiggle room of you know one to three days and that way, if you're positive, uh, you can possibly, you know, redo your tickets. And when you make your tickets, that is something you have to take into consideration. Um, because you don't have any guarantees that that is going to go the way it's supposed to go. It may be a false positive. It may be a real positive and you feel great. Uh, there's just so many variables to this. So, you know, when traveling to Alaska, take all these precautions and things into consideration. Uh, another thing that's kind of going on these days is even though no one really is talking about anything on TV other than COVID and politics, I mean, it's happening worldwide, it's exhausting, but I, I want people to just take the time, learn about areas that you're interested in from a historical standpoint, from an anthropology standpoint, and be prepared because you are going to be able to get out and do things again. Uh, we've done some exploration recently in the southwest of the United States, uh, and we are we're kind of enjoying some of that culture. 
yes, there's some limitations, but for the most part, we've been able to go to the sites that we've wanted to go to, do the hikes that we've wanted to do, and the camping, and, and, and all these kinds of great outdoor activities. Not everything requires you to be indoors. So, you know, think of a great outdoor activity that you can go to, especially if you can drive to it and, you know, check each state's rules and regulations with the ongoing pandemic. Whether you agree with what states do or not, it's somewhat irrelevant. When we travel, we are sort of beholden to their rules. So we have to make the best out of a bad situation, okay? Uh, the younger you are, the more likely you are to just feel fine and never have any issues. Those of us that are getting up there in age, like myself, my wife, um, you know, time stops for no man or woman. So, you know, take precautions, be, use common sense. And, you know, no different than when you're traveling internationally, you don't want to get sick. So you don't want to get sick domestically as well. And that includes whether you're traveling in Asia or you're from Europe or you're from you know, North Africa or wherever you are. And so there's just a lot of great things that you can do. And so I would encourage people to go local and help their local businesses in particular. You know, help their local tour guides. Help, you know, some of these historical sites on Indian reservations. I mean, do what you can to help them by by using whatever facilities that they still have open. And, you know, spreading what income that you do have, which these days it's a little more limited but I think there's a great opportunity for us to help each other, to love each other, and to experience the wonderful things that are in this world without having to dwell on the crazy politics and the crazy use of COVID to uh, go into politics. It's all sort of becoming interconnected now. So we're going to be starting some, I think... I think we're going to start maybe videotaping and showing people some of our, you know, some of the gear that we've, we're testing or tested. That we might show you something before we even try it. Because, like, someone will say, hey, try this. And, and, and if someone has sponsored us or send it to us for free, uh, I, I think I'm going to tell you that, right? I think that's only fair. Um, but uh, a lot of stuff, most of it, we actually, we buy it ourselves. Uh, we run this whole network, and we make no money off of it. It's, it's I mean, it would be nice if it paid for itself, um, but it doesn't. It uh, requires, you know, the servers just to run the website because it's so old and it's been around for so long. Uh, one of the reasons why I haven't been doing as many podcasts as I used to is because storage, it is not cheap. And I'm limited on, you know, the amount of time I can do. That's why these next few podcasts are going to be about 15 minutes in length. And I'll do what I can to share maybe a new story or, um, you know, maybe I'll tell people, you know, what's going on with Bitcoin here because a lot of our travel people use it, especially the ones that go in and out of Japan. And, you know, we'll do what we can to maybe throw in a few tidbit bites of some interesting things that have been found internationally in the United States or even in Alaska, which is going to be our major focus moving forward. So with that said, I'm going to be signing off, and I want to thank everybody on behalf of the whole Explore Traveler team um, who has been helping us now in the past and in the future, and we appreciate everyone's support, all of your followers here, 
on our podcast, our followers on you know our social media around the world, and especially the the especially the website. The f- website is kind of our focus. Um, we do our best to kind of stay clear of politics because it's just not our main focus unless it's like impacting you know something that we're interested in and in this case travel regulations we, we have to tell you about it uh, and it's not about us agreeing or disagreeing it's just us telling you it this is what it is at this moment in time and so you know, please bear with us as we relaunch this. Please visit exploretraveler.com. You know, we've had a, a long-standing website there. We're, we've been posting content um, about different places around the world. You know, ideas on backpacking in Colorado, New Mexico. You know, we just posted a new kind of almost a travel guide for co- for going to the Philippines and Cebu and going scuba diving are, you know, just eating food and, and being able to do it during this time period. So we've, we posted some, some stuff there. We've got people actually in the Philippines that help us gather information. And so there's a lot of great content and I am optimistic that I can continue to, you know, bring you more and more content. Have we had problems with some of the social media censorship? We have. Um, it's not always about them wanting to shut me down because they don't like what I'm saying. Sometimes it's just they just want me to pay. And Facebook is a great opportunity it's a great place, but you know, Facebook censors me greatly. I don't like using it because quite frankly, they expect me to pay for the viewership and I don't make any money off of this. So this is just something I do as a public service. And I am hopeful that we can make more money to be able to at least cover our bills. But um, anyway, thank you very much. So I'm going to be signing out and uh, have a great afternoon, everyone.